Mania Week, and we are back with another episode of the Chick Foley Show. Before we get into our official WrestleMania preview, let's introduce the stars of the show. Sheena, how you doing? I'm good. I'm a, you know, I'm a little bit, uh, I feel like I'm out of the loop. Like, I can't believe this is WrestleMania week. You know, we've talked about it before. The builds kind of felt a little bit meh. But um, on, in more important news, this is like my last, this is like the countdown, the last 12 days that I could possibly ever spend in Virginia. We're about to move and uh, me and the kids will be out of here in like 12 days. So I spent 10 years in Virginia. And so it's a little bit, a little bit emotional. So this might be the last podcast we record in uh should get one NBA. more. We should get a WrestleMania review in. But yeah, you're down yeah. to the last two or three podcasts here in, uh, in Virginia. It's definitely the end of an era, if you will. Marco, how's life up in Massachusetts? Going good. Going good. I'm, I'm, I'm sharing the same sentiments as uh, Sheena with the uh, you know WrestleMania week. It doesn't feel as big as nor- as uh, as usually does. But um, there is, there's tons of wrestling, though. If, so if you're not interested in uh, WrestleMania, you got ROH. You have that first, uh, the rebrand. Uh, coming on Friday, you have you have uh, the multiverse of matches coming from Impact, stuff like that. So if you're not if you're not big on WrestleMania this weekend, there's still some wrestling to watch. So yeah, you know what fret. I will say though is is uh, WWE has this really strange way of like always whenever the show feels like it's just going to be a complete downer. Sometimes they like come through and freaking you know hit it out of the park, yeah. and it's just like they come out of nowhere and uh, bring out an awesome show. So I'm hoping that's what happens. Um, so I'm going to, st- I'm going to stay positive. I'm going to stay hopeful that, you know, WWE just bring- brings it for the weekend and, uh, we're not as disappointed on the other side of this thing. Yeah. It's still WrestleMania at a minimum. It should be a fun show. Uh, Jordan, what's up out in Nebraska, man? Uh, things are good. Uh, just to echo what everybody else said. Yeah. It feels like we're on the road to a Monday night raw in the middle of October, <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll get through it and it, it'll still be a fun weekend. So. Definitely. All, uh, of, all of our Mania uh, memories were popping up in my Facebook, Jordan, from WrestleMania 31 this past couple of days. So I was getting to relive uh, the Phelps Wells Mania weekend. Uh, so that that was good. That definitely brought the Mania weekend vibes uh, to the to the week, you know? Yeah, that was solid. I feel like I feel like this is the third year straight, man, that I WrestleMania fever has not got me caught up. WrestleMania 35 was the last time I was really, really hyped, like to where. I'm like, you know, 10, 12 days out. I'm counting down the days till Mania. I feel like these last couple ones, like, I'm still excited. It's going to be fun. But, um, yeah, it's really only a, a few matches that are really kind of giving me the goosebumps. As was I think 35 two days? No, 35 was one day. Yeah, so I think, I think the two-day yeah, yeah, two two day Mania is really where it kind of just, like, loses a little bit, dude. I think you just kind of get lost in it all because it's just so much, you know? And there's no way to, like, tell really deep storylines when you have that much time to fill, you know? I don't. I mean, if you look at the actual match total, though, there was this many matches on like uh, 35, 34, 33, because it's only 14 matches total across the two nights. I feel like I don't know. I can't really put my finger on what what's missing about it, because um, I thought that at first, too. I thought maybe it's just two nights. But if you actually look at it, it's about the same amount of content, because remember, like WrestleMania 35 was like seven hours long. Yeah, with the pre-show. true. true. Um, Let's let's get through housekeeping and we'll we'll dive deep on our WrestleMania thoughts. Uh, Sheena, remind the listeners where they can find you guys on social media. You can find me on Instagram at Chick Foley, Marco running the Twitter machine over at Chick Foley Show. Most importantly, you can join our Foley fam at Chick Foley Show dot com and keep up with all of our pod foundation brethren over at pod foundation you got the extra cooler show coming down the aisle and our guys over at turnbuckle tavern so all that content everything that you need for the, your week in wrestling is over at pod foundation yeah and speaking of uh the two bad chads over at turnbuckle tavern we're uh starting to take a page out of their book and gonna have some some chick Foley show spinoffs coming at you guys here in a few months. Um, Marco, tell us about the new interview series you're cooking up. Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah, speaking, I mean, definitely with the Turnbuckle Tavern, they kind of like the, you know, they kind of got my gears going with the, uh, these have that show that visits the tavern, um, that kind of yeah. went away. And then the, uh, obviously Turnbuckle sessions, um, that was around, it's still around, but obviously the format changed, uh, from a, you know, interview series to more of like a, you know, you know, current, Watch stuff, along, walk yeah, along, watch along, and stuff like that. So, I figured I'd kind of pick up the reins um, and do some interviews. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to uh, get some you know other other content creators, other wrestling podcasts, um, people out there, people I interact with on Twitter um, that probably that a lot of people aren't familiar with um, that I'm familiar with anyway. Um, try to introduce them to our you know our fan base, our family, and uh, yeah. That's it's basically awesome. yeah it's gonna be um that uh, kind of like a working title but 
We're going to use the uh, Chick Foley Show presents uh, <laughs> open mic with the uh, with the MVP nice. Marco. So that's uh, nice. yeah. So look for that coming soon. And like I said, I obviously definitely have you guys on there if you're you know willing to you know talk about <laughs> no, some stuff. No, definitely not coming on the show. <laughs> I, I mean, if you, pay, if you pay my fee, I'll show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to get to do some contract negotiations. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of the the Pod Foundation as well, Extra Cooler put out a really cool graphic for Mania Weekend, so you can do your picks and uh, post them up in your stories or on your social media feed, so you can uh, choose who you want to win and share it, and make sure you tag our guy Nick at Extra Cooler, so you can go to his uh, his instagram feed and it's yeah. like his last post on there so big week yeah sheena kind of uh hit, hit the hit the run in there and uh, took my thunder i was also going to announce that me and jordan got a spinoff coming down the pipe the pod warriors we actually already rec- uh, recorded the pilot of it because i thought i was going to be out of town for about three weeks and we needed to have some kind of canned podcast but me and jordan like at least once a week we have like a you know 35 minute conversation on the phone about wrestling and we just thought like i dude, can i can confirm that yeah, yeah we should start like laying some of this stuff down <laughs> on audio so we're still kind of kicking around the format. Um, we'll probably drop this Saturday morning. We kind of counted down our uh, our favorite WrestleManias ever. Um, it's going to be stuff that's not so topical. It's going to be kind of like evergreen content is what we're going for with those. Kind of similar to some of the stuff we used to do on the uh, the Patreon feed. Um, and that should be kicking off sometime this summer once me and Sheena get settled in our new place in Tennessee. And we're able to uh, spend a little bit more time creating content every week. So stick around for that. There will be a pilot uh, that's out this Saturday. You guys can check it out and give us some feedback on it. But um, the actual series probably will be kicking off till later on this summer. Mm. Also want to remind you guys to support our presenting sponsors, Ringside Collectibles and Chalkline. Use code Chick Foley to save 10% on all your figure purchases at Ringside. That barbed wire set just came in uh, stock today. And the Darby Allen Ringside exclusives oh, were hitting the Darby over the weekend. Darby looks great, dude. Yeah, definitely. Little coffin box. Check out Sheena's IG. She put a put together a pretty sweet reel. Very goth uh, for, for Darby. And then use code PF10 to save 10% off Chalkline. Again, shout out to our buddy Extra Cooler. He had his jacket drop last week. Sold out within yeah. a few hours. We have confirmed with Chalkline that there will be a full restock on that towards the end of April. So if you're going to grab that Hasbro jacket, you will have another opportunity. So don't sleep. Yeah, for sure. You guys ready to get into Mania? Let's go. Sure. All right. So again, there's 14 matches plus the Kevin Owens and Stone Cold Steve Austin segment match, KO show, whatever you want to call it. Um, We collectively were not really in the mood to go through all 14 matches in detail. And quite frankly, some of these matches don't really deserve the time. Um, So what we did uh, kind of just this afternoon, I hit up the other three. I hit up Sheena, Marco and Jordan individually to send me the top five matches they're most excited for. And I put together a little power rankings, um, counting them down. So we're going to go five to one, and then we'll do some speed round predictions at the end on the leftovers. So we'll start off with the fifth most anticipated match collectively for us. It is Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. Sheena, what's your thoughts on the Raw Women's Championship match? Well, the before Monday, I would say that the the build had been pretty stale for this. And, you know, it's. It, I mean... We know that it's happened since SummerSlam, um, you know, when Bianca lost her title to Becky in like two seconds, um, which was unfortunate. But thankfully, like I said, when that happened, I was like, Bianca, that's not going to hurt Bianca. And she's she's been awesome ever since. So she definitely deserves this moment. She's going to get her title back. Um, but I think Monday when she cut Becky's hair and she had that that big moment, it really kind of, uh, you know, set things in motion to make this a, a big feel good match you know i'm not sure she's gonna win i'm starting to get i i was thinking that at first when this match was first announced it seemed like i was gonna be into the story but as times you know becky has still not gotten the crowd to completely turn against her and you know she's obviously got the the cool rock star haircut now since she got it cut i think that was almost a little bit heelish the way bianca belair did it i got a feeling the crowd at mania might turn on bianca and cheer becky on and we might see becky end up winning and then see a, mm. a complete heel turn for bianca after the match maybe a little mm. double turn action so. I've, I've been saying uh, we've talked about this in our pod foundation chat i would love to see a heel bianca i think she could just be a mega heel yeah. dude just like to the to the highest extent and so I, I would not be mad at that at all. I mean, obviously, I would love for her to to win the title um, back, but yeah. man, yeah, if we if we get a full blown uh, heel Bianca, I'm, I'm here for that. Yeah, we, it, yeah. If you listen to like the if you listen to the raw down, like we kind of crapped on uh, Young Anthony his uh, his take on the whole actual like Bianca Becky storyline and how he thinks it's like you know it, it was good, and we're just like 
it, there's there's really no payoff until like this weekend. Um, and with the payoff, I think you know you guys are in the right direction. You know, her cutting Becky's hair um, definitely shows some signs of a heel turn. Um, we've seen the same thing with Montez Ford. Um, you can see him yeah, kind of turning heelish yeah. as well. So they attacked RK yeah, Bro. So, that's right. So I think I think Bianca is winning, and I think she's going to cheat to win. She's going to do exactly what Bianca, uh, what Becky Lynch has done to her every time they wrestled. Um, and I think she's going to cheat to win and become a full heel and win the title so that way. In, double turn. You think in double turn, yeah. but Bianca I mean, comes out on Becky top. Becky Lynch has okay. a new hairstyle. Be- it's it's kind of mm-hmm. like a baby face haircut. I mean, there's, it's, you know, they're kind of leaning that way. We, I mean, obviously, I could be wrong, but it looks like uh, Bianca's going to win, but as a heel. And she's going to cheat to do it. I wouldn't it. be mad at a full-blown heel Montez and Bianca kind of like working as a team yeah. together. You know what I mean? Like uh, not not a tag team or anything like that necessarily, but just kind of like doing their backstage segments together and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And just kind of like running rough shot through the, through the division and stuff. I think that would be awesome. Yeah, I, I could totally see that as an act working. Personally, I would I want to see Montez stay away from her just because I feel like even as great as Bianca is, I feel like Montez has the potential to be an even bigger star. Like dude should definitely be, if he's not main evading a WrestleMania within the next four or five years, then yeah. something's definitely gone off the rails. And I just don't have faith in WWE to, uh, to book a couple storyline. Well, just take a look at yeah. what happened with Seth and Becky in 2019, where they were the hottest baby faces in the company. Uh, Jordan, what do you think, man? How do you see this one playing out? <clears throat> Yeah, like you guys said, until this week, this really didn't do anything for me. Um, I mean, both of them have had two weeks off during the WrestleMania uh, storyline, so I didn't love that. I'm still not in love with this match, and you guys know how much I love women's wrestling, but man, these two women's matches just are not doing it for me this year. Um, Yeah, I don't know what it is either, because it's, I mean, these are on paper, these matches are like mage but i don't know why i'm not really excited to see them yeah. you know it's not like it, i feel like it's just so repetitive or something i don't know i don't know i do think bianca's gonna win though i just i don't know it just doesn't it feels weird that they wouldn't let her win at this point i mean they did the SummerSlam thing and everybody was pissed about it it, it just feels like her payoff has to come eventually um mm-hmm. and i mean what better time than to do it now and i mean when she won it last time it wasn't even a full crowd so like actually even if she turns heel i still think she's gonna get cheered i mean people yeah. love bianca uh and i do not i mean we're not gonna talk about this match and i don't think charlotte's gonna lose so I, i'm gonna go with becky's the one that loses her title at wrestlemania so just for the record i'm the only one picking becky to win mm-hmm. yep. all right i like my odds jordan what do you think about the crowd you think the crowd's gonna cheer becky or bianca uh, I'll say the beginning, they are 75, 25 in favor of Bianca. By we mid- got some Steiner math. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> by middle of it, uh, maybe 50, 50. Of the way through. And then, uh, okay. one okay, third. Okay, 102 here, dude. <laughs> one I, mean, I feel like I need to get a fucking, uh, bar- some graph paper out, dude, yeah. to track how this crowd reaction is going to change. He's going, I, I just, I just asked who they're going to cheer for. He's going to be move by move, Move man. by, yeah. And how then, the reaction is going to go. By 10 minutes and 37 seconds into the match, we're going to get a 25% swing. <laughs> 33 and a third. Yeah, uh, I I think they're going to cheer Bianca. I mean, I I just feel like they're ready for her to win the title again. So yeah. All right, fair enough. We will see. So at least we got some division up here on the picks. Uh, number four, we don't even know if this is officially a match. The KO show, Kevin Owens versus Steve Austin. Um, as of today, the rumors are still that this is going to close the show on Saturday night. I was going to say, I thought it's closing the show. Dude. Really leads me to believe yep. we're going to end up getting an impromptu match. I think it's going to be something similar to The Rock and. Eric Rowan, uh, you know, I think it's it's, going to be better than Mm -hmm. that. I don't think it's, I think it's going to be more than just kick to the gut stunner, but I think we are going to get an impromptu match. I think you're going to have the bell ring and we get one last match for, uh, for Steve Austin. Uh, Jordan, what do you think, man? What's your thoughts on, uh, on the build so far and and how this thing is going to go? So spoiler alert, I voted this as my number one, most exciting thing. Cause dude, you put Austin in the middle of that ring, you already know that's going to be pop of the weekend no matter what happens. Like, oh, yeah. Dude, he's going to get the most overreaction of the weekend. Uh, 
What kind of entrance do you think? You think you think we're gonna see a four wheeler or anything? Anything nah, kind of crazy? No, nah, I think he's gonna walk out. He's gonna walk we're out. The, the BMF walk, everything. Yep. Um, I do. I, we have to give props, dude. Kevin Owens has carried this entire storyline himself. Yeah, and he's done a so great good. job with it. I mean, so this is the third time this has happened in what the last like six years because uh, Bray did it with Undertaker and Cena did it with Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh man, dude, it takes someone special to carry an entire storyline into a mania. Yeah, Uh, I agree. Cough, Seth Rollins. He he did have a little bit of a crutch though, because I mean, it is Stone Cold. So like, they could have just said this six weeks ago, and everybody'd still be excited about it. But he's Uh, but still, he's done a good job. That that whole thing with uh, making Stone Cold's music and the making the rock crowd lose their freaking mind, and then you know coming out and doing the thing where he was cosplaying Steve Austin, and then hitting the music again, like it was great, dude. It was just perfection. You do got to give props to that uh, that IG video that Steve Austin dropped. That was a pretty epic promo that he cut Mm -hmm. out there in the uh, Broken Skull 2.0 Ranch. I do agree with you though, Seth. There is going to be some kind of a match. It's not going to be the twelve seconds that the Rowan and Rock was but it, it's not going to be long either i mean it'll probably be two minutes so um, i love how you guys are comparing kevin owens to eric rowan that was an unannounced match you know and as of now hey that was the rock's last ever last ever wwe match yeah. so dude I, yeah Austin, the, kind the of last time up, he threw a stunner tore his peck like they're not going to have him out there for some seven minute match to ruin his body i mean yeah it's just i know well, which, uh, which is totally fine yeah. i think that that's totally fine but I don't see how that is going to close the show. I mean, I guess anytime you close the show with Steve Austin bashing beers and, you know. Yeah, you're going to send a crowd yeah, home happy. Send yeah, home but, happy. but at the same time, like, I yeah, feel like that's just going to be kind can of an you abrupt imagine ending. them running something after Stone Cold comes out to the ring yeah, and does his yeah. beer bashing? Dude, the crowd would be dead for the rest of that show if they yeah, did that. For, night, for night one, yeah. it's a good ending. I feel like that's a ter- perfect way to get everybody Segway. happy, hyped yeah. up, and be like, you know, yeah, you we'll can't, be back tomorrow night for the most stupendous night two in WrestleMania history. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you can't. Yeah, you definitely can't open open the K, open with the KO show because um, no. most people sit there to see Stone Cold and they'll probably leave if they know that like. Uh, Charlotte Flair or something like that is going to close out. Not that she's not a main eventer, and you know, but obviously, you know, with the with that storyline going in, it's not the most exciting thing. Um, I th- I think that the I think the opening match is going to be Seth Rollins. That's how you. That, I think that's how you're going to kick off WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, to get people really excited. Know. Whoever it's going to be, it doesn't matter. I think it's whatever. I mean, if it's yeah, Cody, it's definitely it's either going to be. I think it's either going to be they're not going to put Charlotte and Ronda on first. No. I think it's either going to be yeah. I think it's going to be Seth or Becky and Bianca. Yeah, I think, I think that's yeah, I think it's two be, options. For I think it's going to be Seth just to like kick off the whole because it's already like we we've been talking about. It's kind of like a eh, WrestleMania so far. I mean, night one anyway is not looking yeah. so great. So what what better way to like you know kick off the show with something like yeah. huge and then end it with something huge with Stone Cold? So yeah. Seth and Seth has opened Mania twice. That's a good spot to be in, man. Being yeah. the first person to have you your music playing at WrestleMania. Yeah, you can see him standing out in the middle of the ring. Who's it gonna be, huh? Who's it gonna be? <laughs> Something like that. Man. Uh, what do you guys think Austin's gonna be rocking, man? I'm, th- I'm thinking, I'm thinking jorts and yeah. a cutoff T-shirt, man. Yeah, sleeves cut off. That's that's what I'm thinking. No vest, no shirtless with the vest. Nah, I don't think Aww. he's gonna. Come, I don't think he's gonna come out in the gear. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> no, no. Just to, I, guess I mean, if he do, if he went classic Monday Night Raw intro with the jeans and the and the vest, yeah. I could maybe see that. But I don't know. I, I think we're getting. I think we're yeah. getting jorts and t-shirt. t-shirt yeah. yeah, that's what I think yeah. too. That that'd be a big key. If he's in jeans, I don't think a match is happening. I think jorts, you can see the match happening. Yeah, man. impromptu. Yep. Oh uh, yeah, and because I, I mean, Stone Cold's gonna wear real jeans, dude. I don't see Stone Cold walking out there in any pajama jeans like Dean Ambrose. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's gonna be wearing Levi's or Wranglers or something. Yeah, you don't want to mess around at WrestleMania trying to have a match in real jeans. Remember that yeah. time on the build to WrestleMania 30 when? Uh, Batista ripped his jeans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's just not a good look, man. Uh, but yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Uh, either way, we're definitely going to see some uh, Broken Skull American Lager getting uh, getting drunk. And uh, yeah, it should be a great way to end night one. Uh, let's move on to match three. This is I, I'm interested in you guys take on this one because this one didn't even make the list for me. The rest of you guys all had it. Edge versus AJ Styles. Yes. Uh, Jordan, what's got you most excited about this match? Dude, this is arguably, I mean, it's been kind of cringy sometimes, but the the build for this has been outstanding. Like, I, I, I've loved the build for this match. Um, it's definitely a dream match for me. Um, I've wanted to see this for a long time, so I'm really excited to see it. I do like the, the whole edge heel thing. It's just, it, it's a nice touch to it because, dude, 
I love AJ, but heel AJ does not hit the same for me, man. No. Like everybody loves to cheer AJ. He's just he yeah, he's a baby face. Man. He's just such a crowd favorite. I mean, other than that repair pug haircut he had a couple years ago. I don't ago. know. I kind of love. I kind of love you know sniveling heel AJ with the with the good brothers and all that. Like I think he's there's just no, he's so no good, good when brothers. he's a little. Well, yeah. I know, but I'm just saying, like, I don't know how you how anybody can't like a heel AJ when he's just being like a little smart ass. Like, I I just I love it, man. I get it. I mean, I'm just ex- I'm really excited for this match. I don't I don't have any rhyme or reason. I guess I just have enjoyed the build, and I know these two are going to put it. Yeah, down, it's just so. going to be a, it's just going to be a great match, dude. Well, once the bell rings, yeah, yeah. I, I, this is definitely a contender for best match of the weekend. Bell to bell, I'm just not. I'm not really emotionally invested in it outside of that, yeah, but I, I do know it's going to be some great action. Uh, who do you see winning this one, Marco? Um, I think I see. Uh, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a trilogy type of deal. I think uh, obviously it's not going to be a one-off match. Um, I can see AJ Styles winning just because um, you know there did definitely had to be a clear heel and a clear babyface, and I think like AJ Styles kind of is kind of like on a redemption story with him, like you know obviously teaming up with Omos and you know, going that route. It was kind of shitty. Then he was like on kind of like a losing streak after that. Um, and, and I think like this whole thing was like, kind of like to remind people who the phenomenal AJ styles is. Um, and I think definitely edges a person to do that. Um, but I think it's it, you know, you have WrestleMania backlash right after, I think they're going to run it back again, uh, during that. So I'm going to, I'm going to say AJ this time and, and edge if they face off again, the, the next one. And then, Probably Hell in a Cell or something like that would be their last and final match. Yeah, I, I see AJ winning. I think Edge is going to do the uh, do the honors for him, put the uh, younger guy over. AJ is really not that much younger though. But <laughs> no, that's no, he, just, in, in, he just looks younger. <laughs> at least in wrestler years, yeah, he's he's a little bit younger. Uh, what do you think, Jordan? You think AJ is getting the dub? Yeah, I, I I just think it makes too much sense for AJ to win, but they are definitely going to run it back. So, um, but yeah, I'll go with AJ for this one. Shane, do you prefer Edge as a face or a heel? Uh, a heel for sure. Yes. Yeah. He's just, he's just got a heel face. Dude. Yeah. I just feel like. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. That's not a, that's not no, a bad thing, dude. He's just, you know, he just got, he's just got that look, dude. Just a very heelish look. All right. Before we get to our two most uh, anticipated matches of the weekend, let's have a drink. <laughs> All right, I'll kick it off. Me and Sheena are both drinking some local uh, Norfolk brews. I am drinking the, uh, what was that one called, Sheena? Which one? The Scrooge McDuck? Yeah. Oh, Bank Rolling. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Smart Mouth, our, uh, our favorite local brewery here, they have had an ongoing series where they make beers based off of uh, cartoon characters, and this one was based off Scrooge McDuck. So it's a goes a, a fruited sour ale, so and good. they were finding like the most exotic fruits uh, ever. So I've even, I've only even heard of two of these before. So you got papaya and mango, which we know. Then guanabana, fejoa, guanabana. and caruba. That's the other three fruits that are uh, mixed into this. Man, it's really good. And they even got a little bit of like gold sparkle actually in the beer. So uh, so you're worth more after yeah, you drink. Very it. luxurious, and it's like a nine percent beer too. So it uh, it hits. Uh, but that's what I'm sipping on. Very delicious. Uh, kick the Sheena. What are you drinking, Shane? So I am drinking this. It's called Caveman Confetti. It was part of their, we got their Saturday morning uh, box set. And it came with like a bunch of cereal flavored uh, beers. It was just, oh man, so good. But they, this is Caveman Confetti. I'm pretty sure you can, um, think it's Fruity Pebbles, you know. So they can't really call it Fruity Pebbles. But they literally infused the beer with Fruity Pebbles. But it's a Fruity Sour Ale. Freaking delicious. Built uh, on a bedrock of 125 pounds of Fruity Pebbles. They put yeah. 125 pounds of Fruity Pebbles in the freaking tank when they were brewing Jeez, this up, man. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good stuff. They also had one called Sticky Bricks. It was like Rice Krispie nice. Treats, and then they had like a Lucky Charms, uh, one that was called like Saturday Morning. Uh, so they've, um, yeah, Smart Mouth is the best. They're, they're probably my favorite brewery in Norfolk. It's one of the top like three or four things I'm going to miss about living in Virginia is being 10 minutes away from them and O'Connor because they're yeah. always cranking out really good stuff. Uh, Marco, what are you drinking, man? Um, sticking with sticking with the uh, the old favorite, uh, Lord Hobo, uh, Boom Sauce Double IPA. The, actually, the funny thing is me and, uh, me and one of my buddies actually uh, went there last Saturday because um, they like added another section to it. And um, – 
we uh so we're sitting there talking and stuff we're at the bar and they have like all the you know everything on everything's on tap some things are labeled some things aren't but there's like a middle section where there's no like labels on any of the uh on the on the tap like nothing so like people ordering drinks and they're just filling it up and we're like we're talking we happen to look and we're like dude how the hell do they know what beer they're pouring for like that person so we ended up asking the dude, and he totally kept a kayfabe, and he was just like, "Yeah, we can't tell you, we can't let you know what." Uh, he's like, "I'll give you a hint." He's like, "There," he's like, "There is a, there is a way to do it." He's like, "And it's kind of like in a, like a, like a, like an order that they do, or something like that." So I guess the tabs are in order, so they know which one to go to. But I, I thought it was pretty funny that uh, none of the, none of the tabs had labels on them, and they were just pouring drinks left and right for people. It was kind of funny, but uh, yeah, it's a great place to visit. Hopefully, you guys uh, come to visit here at some point. And, you can, you can have some I know. drinks. We're getting farther away, man. I yeah, know, I know right? So, <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, yeah, we we had big, we had big plans to travel the East Coast uh, when we got back over here, yeah. and it's just been you know one thing after another. Um, I did end up uh, searching and, and finding some Broken Skull American Lager too. So, yeah. oh sweet, yeah, been in your local stores or what? Yeah, I had to kind of search around for it, but uh, they ended up, it ended up popping up in one of my. Uh, it's like a. Oh, it wasn't at uh, Total Wine, which is kind of weird. They end up getting it later, like the like uh, later in the week. But uh, is at one of my local liquor stores. They ended up um, they had like a full rack of them, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Grab the bunch. Nice. So I didn't drink any yet, saving it for uh, Mania weekend. And, yeah, uh, we're saving ours for Mania yeah, weekend definitely. too. Jordan, how about you, man? Uh, I went with uh, the brewery as Clown Shoes. Um, this is an East Coast brewery. Love uh, it. It's for. It's from Boston and yep. uh, Windsor, Vermont. Uh, I'm drinking Rainbows Are Real. It's a hazy IPA. It's delicious. So it's good. A, it's a citrus mm. IPA. It's really good. I am familiar with good. it. Yeah, it's so good. I don't know if uh, I need to do some research, man. I guess the rainbow might be like some part of like the hazy IPA. I might have something to do like the hot blend or something because I've had a few hazy IPAs that are like neon rainbows rainbow lights and stuff like that like it's, we just need to we just need to hit up matt we need to hit up uh yeah we need know, to ask him what the matt Russick these... from the extra cooler show he's our hop god so yeah. maybe he knows what 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 do the rainbows have to do with hazy ipas yeah. matt yeah it's, it's that's I've seen, your trivia I've seen question for the week them, yeah i've seen enough of them that it can't just be a coincidence yeah they have a yeah all right so oh before boy. we get back into the uh the wrestlemania countdown i do have a uh, we don't have a full figure segment to share this week but i do have a little story to tell um, about oh. someone that you know was very special to me that's now gone. Um, so, as you guys know, if you listen to the show, me and Sheena have been planning. Uh, we're not planning; like we are moving to Tennessee, and we've been on the uh, the home search and everything. And uh, we're definitely gonna we're, we're in a, like a pretty big house right now. Like we're in a four bedroom. It's probably a little bit too big for us to be honest, but we we're in a rush to find a place out here in VA. We know we're gonna be downsizing a little bit, and. Uh, as part of that, I for I briefly, I momentarily thought I was going to cut my figure collection down to about what she about 120 figures. Mm-hmm. This is from like 1500 down to 120. So I figured out what I was keeping and stuff, and started selling off some of the rest. And uh, one of the first figures I sold was something that I had managed to get for retail a Chief J Strongbow Elite. If you guys know, this thing is like complete radio silence now. Like there's yeah. no news out of Mattel. We don't know if it's getting canceled because of, you know, cultural appropriation um, or just weird distribution if this thing's never coming out. Because there was like a week where there was some, a couple sets of them on eBay and then they were gone. Like one hasn't showed up for like three weeks. And I've been checking because after about three days of thinking I'm going to get rid of my collection, I'm texting with Jordan. And what'd you tell me, Jordan? You were like, dude, these things make you happy. You got to keep the collection going. I <laughs> so I immediately pulled I, I, I pulled a complete 180 U-turn, decided I was keeping everything. But unfortunately, one of the first figures I sold was, again, that Chief J Strongbow, because I knew he was a red hot figure and I could make a quick buck, which I did. Made a little bit of money, yeah. but now he's gone and we can't find him. So yes. we are on the mission. We are going to bring Chief home. We're going to find a way. <laughs> Chief, if you're out there, we're going to get you back in the collection, back where you belong. I already hit up the dude that I sold it to on eBay, asked if he would sell it back to me. <laughs> oh like, my God. We're in desperation mode. <laughs> I mean, I still feel like it's going to show up because I'm just, I'm kind of doing the math in my head. I really can't imagine that legit, like the most rare Mattel figure ever, I managed to have and then get rid of it. I don't think my luck is that bad. I think I just need to be patient. Wow. And a couple of people I know that are like inside sources, they said, yeah, it's not getting canceled. It's just got really jacked up distribution and 
it'll probably end up at one of the online retailers, um, hopefully ringside. Dude, one of those sold on March 4th for $600 with 73 bids. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. M- MOC, yeah. So I'll be honest, yeah. So I got, I got mine for 30 bucks off that random batch that was up from Pennsylvania. And then I turned around and sold it for 130. And this was open. I hope it sold for 130 loose. Um, the last one that sold, sold for 80 though. So I think that one that went for 600, I want to say Zack Ryder, or AKA Matt Cardona got that one. And I think maybe somebody got the heads up that he was the one bidding on it and they just pushed that thing up. But it, that was a confirmed auction. Someone did pay 600 bucks for a card in one. The rest have gone in the range from 100 to 200 bucks. Like I said, mine went for 130 loose. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely That's kicking myself Seth. I was now. like, Seth, so you literally, like, you decided you were going to sell your collection, and you chose, like, the one figure that you can't replace to just throw up first, well, first and foremost. one, I didn't think it'd be irreplaceable. You know, shout out to Beyonce. Um, <laughs> I just, uh, I, I knew that would, I knew that was the hot figure, and I was like, ah, screw it. If I'm going to start, let me make a quick buck, you know? Wow. So this, this guy spends, like, me. freaking, you know, four evenings, like, up in the Mark Cave, like, after the kids go to bed, just, like... <laughs> Pulling all the figures down, pulling all the totes out, just making all these lists of things he's gonna sell. You know, getting the getting everybody all hyped up. Like, you know, I'm, I'm just liquidating the figure collection and whatnot. And I'm strolling through Target, like, you know, on on a Saturday morning with my son, and uh, I get a text, and it's just like, I think I'm I think I'm keeping all the figures. I think I think I'm, we're keeping the collection oh going. My God. And I'm just like, what? Say, <laughs> like, what do you mean? You've literally spent the last four <laughs> nights, you know, getting getting all this stuff prepared to to just liquidate, dude. And, uh, and he also, while he was there, he's like, well, since we're going to keep the collection going, let, go ahead and go over to the Funko section and grab that Becky two belts that I sold. <laughs> yeah, I had, <laughs> a, I had a Becky. That, the two things that got sold, I sold three things once I decided to really start, you know, selling shit that would have been keepers otherwise. I sold that Jay Strongbow. I sold my Becky two belts pop and I sold my Roddy Piper Motu figure. So the Roddy Piper Motu, you can grab that for like 12 bucks off eBay. Um, I already got Becky two belts back and now we just got to bring Chief home. So. <laughs> That's the uh, mission. We're going to get Man. together. Um, we're going to get some little rubber bracelets that we're going to sell to all the Foley fam. If you guys want to wear them, um, we'll sell, you know, the money will be uh, go to the bring chief home. Oh fund. My God. You guys help support. <laughs> so yeah, uh, you can be a part, you could be a part of the mission. You could help support, uh, you know, reuniting the family oh God. back here. That's so awful. What is wrong uh, with you? So, <laughs> so this whole, like this whole time. So, you're not selling anything. It's all you're done. No, no, I'm still selling. Yeah, he's a bunch still selling. Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm selling. Uh, so the you know we had a whole room dedicated to the wrestling collection. Yeah, yeah. I'm selling everything except for the figures, my signed pink phone posits from Bret Hart, and our um, signed Seth Rollins Money in the Bank. And we're keeping case. we're keeping our art too, like all of yeah, our all, all of our paintings and, and like our wrestle art. Yeah. We're keeping all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, we have a bunch of like memorabilia and all that kind of stuff that we're just kind of like downsizing. I think people were like wondering if I was okay because I was posting stuff on Instagram and then I was getting messages like you're selling some Bret Hart stuff. Are you okay? Yeah, What's going on? And I had to just tell people, no, we're fine. Yeah, you we're the just game? downsizing, you know? Um, but yeah, it's, um, you know, we, we've done this a few times with a few different collections that we've had, you know, yeah, we've I, done- I had over, I mean, Jordan remembers dude. I had over 200 pairs of sneakers, man. I took it yeah. down to 24. So it's, I definitely have the ability to do it, but I just, I really love the figures and I may still end up collapsing down the collection because I, I know what it would look like down to a hundred figures and it was sick. Like I'm going to yeah, take a picture because I just, that's what we got displayed right now is what was going to be the keepers. I showed Jordan, like it's a pretty, it's a nice ass collection and it's still over a hundred figures. Um, but yeah, they just, they still bring me a lot of joy. I love collecting them. There's so much cool new stuff that's coming out that we would just not come close to making the cut of a collection of only a hundred figures. And that's yeah. why. I want to keep it going. Yeah. And even before, but even before you had decided you were just going to go like, you know, freaking guns blazing to get rid of all the figures. Like you, you still had a huge sale bin of things that were like already on the chopping block. That oh, yeah. You were gonna sell. yeah. So, I've had, I've had a rolling tub of like 200 figures for the last couple of years I've been selling. I'm constantly taking like, you know, if new stuff comes out, it'll bump older figures out of yeah. the collection and stuff like that. So I'm, I wouldn't say I'm super choosy, but I'm pretty selective on what, what's a keeper and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it just, it just opens up, you know, we, we've gotten rid of, rid of a few collections over the years. Cause we used to be like, we collected turtles. Uh, we had yeah, NECA yeah, horror figures. We had, we had a badass black, ton of pops, uh, Star Wars, black, Star series. Wars, black series. We had a bunch of Star Wars, black oh, series. Really? sneakers, oh. you know? Yeah. Yeah. All get, the chalkline NFL jackets. Oh yeah. We had a complete set of yeah, chalkline eight, NFL jackets. And we, uh, I have one of yeah, them. we, I have the uh, Raiders. Oh yeah, that's Raiders right. One. That's right. Yeah. You got a coveted one. Yeah. yeah you got uh, a one that a lot of people, one. 
a lot of people wanted. I think that's part of collecting, man. I think it's kind of just like the cycle. You know, you get some, you get stuff, then you sell it back. Yeah, and- I've sold a bunch of stuff. You know, you guys know, you or you may or may not know. I've, like, I have like a bunch of vintage, like you know, dishes and things like that that I sell. I just sold a bowl for three hundred and fifty dollars yesterday. Damn, like. That, that I paid, like, I thought I, I, you know, back in the day when I got it, you know, I, I usually thrift all of my, uh, like, Pyrex and stuff and get it get, get it on the cheap because I've been collecting for, like, 10 years. And so I paid, like, 70 bucks for that bowl. And I was like, God, man, I can't believe I paid 70 bucks. But it was a super rare bowl. And then, yeah, I, I flipped it yesterday for, for $350. So, yeah, my, my thing is, is, like... It just deserves to be displayed. I feel like if you're going to keep stuff, like, all in storage bins, do you, like, the difference between hoarding... And collecting is like a shelf, you know, you got a little bit of organization, a little bit of organization, a little bit of display space. So I feel like, uh, you know, it, I, it, I just can't hang on to things anymore that aren't aren't getting the love and the shine that they deserve, you know? Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, sorry, sorry to derail the WrestleMania <laughs> conversation. I just thought you guys would get a kick out of that story that, yeah, we it's do. I, I have photo proof. And the eBay proof that we had a Jay Strongbow in this house for about two weeks. Yeah. And uh and now he's gone. But Chief, yeah. if you're out there, we're going to bring you home, buddy. We haven't forgotten Seth, about Seth you. Seth was like uh, Leo DiCaprio <laughs> in The Wolf of Wall Street. Like He texted me. He was like, we're not fucking leaving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a team I'm meeting. I'm not leaving. Yeah, I had a meeting with all the figures. So yeah, I was like, that's you're funny. not fucking leaving. <laughs> yeah. You're not fucking leaving. He, he asked the fig god. He was like, do you think it's a good idea that I sell my collection? I was like, are you an idiot? I was like, dude, <laughs> it's one thing that brings you joy. You're just going to go to the store and fig hunt and not buy anything. What's wrong with you? Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Thank you, Jordan. Yeah. You're I've always been a positive uh, employee. Hey, I thought you guys would get a kick out of this too. So for our move now, um, the way they set up, it's all virtual. So we actually had somebody last Friday afternoon do a, uh, we had to do like a video tour of the house, right? So they could see what all we had. So they could kind of um, figure no, out, supplies, you know, what all, how many what all supplies, how many, how many people to send on the crew and everything. Yeah. And I went in the wrestling room <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah. I was like, here's, I didn't even show them like all the walls, all the memorabilia. I just kind of quickly showed them the wall with all the figures. I was like, here's where the kids keep all the action figures at. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like fucking perfectly organized. I got like one of my little display cubes is like Bret Hart, Steve Austin from freaking Survivor Series 96. Like, yeah, this is where my four-year-old keeps his, uh, you know, 97 DX figures at. <laughs> you were, it's like when your mom walks in on you and you're doing something you're not supposed to you're like eh, nope never mind <laughs> yeah man i still i even after all these years i still have shame as a collector man like yeah it's always awkward yeah see it's so funny because i don't but yeah that one time you went in what was it yokozuna that you went to get you're like no, yeah i think you wanted the big guy this was, oh, Rikishi, uh, Rikishi. This was hall of champions yeah, series two i think at target i already had the other three i just needed the rikishi and uh I'm there by myself and there was this really awesome chick in the electronic section that like she's asked me, I didn't even have to ask. She's like, are you looking for something? I was like, yeah, like my son's looking for these WWE videos. <laughs> <laughs> like I played dumb. I was like, I think I got like, I was like, my wife gave me like the DCPI code or whatever right here. <laughs> so She's like, oh, let me go get him. And she brings the case out. I know I need the Rikishi, right? She's like, uh, she's like, you know which one you wanted? And I was like, yeah, I think my son said he wanted the fat guy. The big guy. Yeah, yeah the, big the big guy. guy. <laughs> and she was like, oh, this one? I'm like, yep, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then there was a time the Hall, when the Hall of Fame two-packs came out, the Wild Samoans and Warrior and Papa Shango. Oh, yeah. Sheena got them to pull a case, but it wasn't going to be ready till like the next day. So I had to go to Target to pick them up. Again, I played it dumb. I go up to the counter. I'm like, yeah, I'm here to pick up some action figures for my kids. I think my wife put them on hold and they open up the case. They're like, you know which ones they want? And I was like, oh, there's two different sets. Uh, just give me both I'll of just them. take both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you're ashamed. I don't even care. I'm just like, hey, got any new figures? Oh, never mind. See ya. Yeah. yeah, I have no, I have no shame. I I just been, go. There's been times where I try to play it off also, but then I realize like I'm rocking like a uh, in your house hat with yes. like a uh, Ultimate Warrior T-shirt and yeah, stuff exactly. and chalk line. Yeah, yeah this, this same guy that shows shame is the same guy that ruthlessly walked into Toys R Us and pretended to be someone else to gain a uh, uh, macho, macho man, man defining, moment. defining moments figure yeah. <laughs> out, out of hold from somebody else. We'll have to do a, uh, a whole series of time on my top five like figure collecting hijinks, man. I've had, I've had some moments. Yeah. All right, let's get into our top two WrestleMania matches. All right, at number two is Seth Rollins versus TBD. First off, let's go around. Everybody make a prediction. If it's not Cody, who do you think it should be? 
She who do I think it first. should be, or who do I think it is? Should, going to be? could, whatever. This could be a whimsical one, or it could be an accurate. Whatever you want, give us a give us a non Cody prediction. I have a really strong in, inkling that it's going to be Shane, dude. I like. How, I think they're going to troll us with Shane. I think Shane's going to come out, and then Shane's going to announce Cody. I could. Yeah. Well, I could now. Now that you say that, Shane that will would, troll us because that rumor was already out there. Yeah, that, that would not be. be yeah, that would not be bad. But that I'm, would get the crowd booing. They'd be pissed off. That would get them. But primed wasn't there to like rumors like that there were, like he was supposed to have a storyline like after yeah. the Rumble, like with Seth Rollins? Yeah, like yeah after, that's why before I'm, he got yeah, fired. And the, and stuff? You know, it's a smart crowd at Mania, so they would know that, right? So yeah. if Shane comes out. I think, yeah, I think it's going to piss people off, and they'll they'll be booing, and it'll get them that much more juiced up for when Cody's music hits to. To erupt. So, yeah, I think uh, we know Shane's flying in for Mania weekend. So, yeah, I, that's a good prediction. I would not be surprised at all to see Shane somehow tied into this segment. Uh, Marco, what do you got? Man? Give us a non Cody prediction. Um, I mean, I was bouncing around a few. Yeah, I mean, Elias might do that again. They might uh, have Elias come out. Um, uh, they get beat up. And uh, that then, would be. Uh, yeah. that w- I think that would be worse than Shane. Don't you? Yeah, pro- probably. I, know, I mean, it, 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 there's history there though, because remember he trolled the crowd for Cena and Undertaker's match. Yeah, that, uh, <laughs> that's what I'm But um, and yeah. that's what I that's what I keep going back to. I think this is going to end up looking very similar to Cena and Undertaker. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I do I think if it isn't Cody, um, there's a strong possibility it could be Gable Stevenson as well. He might make. That'd be a big way to debut him yeah. for sure. Um, At Mania, wow. Well, that's the only. I mean, he, there's really no one else besides like an Elias making a return, Gable Stevenson making his debut, Shane McMahon or Cody yeah, Rhodes. Really nobody else out there. Yeah, like who else? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. those. I mean, I, I, I was talking to one of my friends, and they think. I mean, obviously, this would not happen, but like they open the Forbidden Door, and a and uh, Will Osprey shows up. As his uh, as his opponent, which would be, be insane. That'd be pretty cool. insane. I, I would I would I would pop for that. Yeah, I would pop. For yeah, that. it'd be pretty. But it, obviously, it wouldn't happen. But you know, it, it, it'd be it'd be a moment, definitely, just like a one off. Well, I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna jump ahead real quick because um, you know, since we're already on the topic, we did get some listener mail from Mike Belcaster, um, our buddy from over at the Turnbuckle Tavern. He said, "Cody, Shane, or Gable." So we'll go around and say, if you had to pick, if you had to pick one, who are you putting your money on that it's going to be? Cody Shane or Gable Seth. Oh, it's Cody. It's Cody? Yeah, I, I, I put it at like 99.99% yes. it's going to be Jordan. Cody. If I put money on it, Cody, if I'm thinking WWE-wise, Shane. Yeah. I, you know I who else thought. it could be, man? We know Vince McMahon is hand-picking the opponent, yep. right? Who could – they would be looking to give this person one last send-off in front of all the fans. Could always be Undertaker. Undertaker could come <sighs> out. He, he could still do a choke slam. Walk the ropes and hit a tombstone. And man. it's his he, Hall of Fame. Oh, and dude. it's his Hall of Fame weekend. Undertaker could play the hits. Yeah. That's the only other one I could see besides uh, besides Cody. And the crowd wouldn't boo say, that. Say what you want, though. The, the the crowd would lose. Yeah, their mind, of course. I, I mean, it, we would be like, ah, you know, that could have been something better. But yeah, man, at never, the same uh, time, like we've never really seen Seth and uh, Undertaker even interact either. Uh, so yeah. that could be a cool one off. Cool. And you could still do Seth and Cody on on Raw the next night. Um, or even on night two of WrestleMania. Uh, Again, we've said that they should really take advantage of the two night yeah. format. But uh, but yeah, I think it's definitely going to be Seth and Cody for sure. Yeah. Um, the other thing I was going to say is maybe Veer. Bring Veer out there. You know, he's been on his way to Raw for like the last six months. Let's finally see him uh, oh, God, make his no. debut. Um, <laughs> that'd be worse than Shane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you guys see the mask going? Does everybody think uh, Cody's getting the win? Yes. Yeah. 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 I think so too. Um, I think Cody's going to get the win. And I'll double down. I think Cody's going to get the traditional post mania title push. I don't think he's going to win the belt, but I think you're going to see him main event for a couple months after this before oh, he, boy. uh, before he tumbles back down quickly to the, uh, Stardust. the, yeah, the Island of irrelevancy <laughs> as uh, Roman Reigns would say. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What were you about to ask you? Nothing. I was just going to say, we also got a comment from, um, our buddy, Justin at, at in ring art. He said, when Shane's music hits as Seth's mystery opponent, how quickly can we exit out and watch the office? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right there in Peacock. So it should be pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I think Cody's going to win. Should be a good showcase match. And I'm just kind of even more so than the match. I'm kind of just interested in how they actually execute this segment. So hopefully they get creative and, uh, give us something memorable. Cause mm-hmm. this is definitely going to be a moment as, uh, as Jordan likes to say. I'm excited to see what Seth wears for his ring gear. Yeah. He's always got some, some, uh, really awesome ring. gear. I hope he wears gear. like a Stardust inspired ring gear. 
That would be pretty freaking dope, man. It may, it may tip the hand too much, but yeah, that would be pretty cool if he gives some little. Uh, just come out in the whole bodysuit, man. Just come out in the Stardust no. suit. Yeah, he should wear like some black pants with polka dots. I would, I would he, pop for that. Yeah, he's he's definitely gonna come out dressed as as a uh, a Rhodes a Rhodes gimmick. What if I he think. just? What if he wore yeah, regular he's, I mean, Rollins he's, gear? He's got but did the strong connections with Dusty, dude. So yeah, you know. um, he could do the uh, Stardust face paint. We've never really seen Seth with face paint before. Yeah, though, yeah, never will. That'd be pretty cool. But the yeah, the only thing that makes me think it's Cody uh showing up on Saturday is because this match is happening on Saturday. If it was on Sunday, I think it would they would save it for a raw debut. Um, you know, like kind of tease that he's gonna show up and have no opponent mm-hmm. come out for, for Seth Rollins. Um but yeah, it, it's on a Saturday, he's definitely showing up. That's a and yeah, he's gonna win. I think it's gonna be a program too. I don't think it's gonna be a one off match. I think they're gonna have a feud going until like a little bit uh, later in the year, well, not too far in the year, but you know, all the way to like, yeah. you know, June Summer or Slam. Yeah, SummerSlam or something like that. Uh, I'm calling it right now. I think the main event at the April pay per view is Cody versus Roman Reigns, man. At uh, WrestleMania, oh my God. WrestleMania Backlash. Oh, I think he's going straight soon. to the top. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's go to our. Well, that's, a, that's assuming that Roman retains. Yeah. Well, we're getting to that right now. The number one match Roman versus Brock. <sighs> Sheena, kick it off. Who do you think is going to win? This one is tough for me because I can totally see a scenario where Brock ends Roman's reign. Um, no play on I words intended. Yeah. <laughs> but I just, and I feel like he's one of the only ones that's even worthy of that. You know, like, I mean, who else in, in WWE can you see taking the title from Roman? If it's I not, mean, if Seth it's not Brock. beat him at the Royal Rumble. Seth did. Yeah. Seth's, Seth's probably Seth's the closest. Be, he has his number. Dude, but, they would, but that would, but that would have to be, they would have to build that for a while. I don't think that that would be something that just like came out of nowhere. And then like, in, like you said, in like the freaking April or May pay-per-view, it's like, Oh yeah. You know. Roman at this point, Roman's dropping the belt at either a Saudi show, yeah. WrestleMania or SummerSlam. Summer yeah, yeah. That's really the only three times he's dropping it. But yeah, I think Brock and Seth are the only two people that could beat him. Maybe Drew, if you warm yeah. Drew up a little yep. bit. Um, Seth's got the history though, so Seth's yeah, always kind of got be like the one I would he's got like choose. the trump card on Roman. You know, Roman still hasn't beat Seth on pay per view. Yep. Um, but yeah. Brock, yeah, in, in kayfabe, it's really Brock right now is the only one with a shot. Yeah. I see Roman winning this with one caveat. There's one thing, one wild card that you could throw in the mix that I think would cause Roman to lose, and that is The Rock. I think. Yeah. Uh, the rumors are swirling that they've already got it penciled in for WrestleMania 39 rock versus Roman in the main event. Um, you could have the rock come out, distract Roman and, you know, leading him getting F five. You could have the rock actually get physical and interfere. Mm. You could just have the music hit rock. Doesn't even necessarily got to be there to, to make it a moment, set the crowd off, True, just hit yeah. the music rocks, dis- distracted, distracted looking at the crowd and Brock gets him. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's that. I think that's definitely in play. Um, but unless we see the Rock get involved, I think Roman is winning. And he's yeah. going to be holding up both belts at the end of the night. I'm going with Roman too. And that's going to be. I mean, can you imagine? That's going to be a freaking epic visual yeah. at the end of the show, yeah. dude. Just like Roman standing there with both belts with that dope Usos, ass music. Paul yeah, Heyman with him. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be. Sick. I'm going to go with Roman as well. And I think Rock. We, we were talking about this last night. The Rock is showing up, but uh, he's going to show up after the match. Or the music's going to hit the after the match because because yeah. it, that's that's been the mo for Roman when he wins a match at a pay per view at a big pay per view he always gets interrupted by somebody. Um, yeah, if it was anybody else, you know, Roman's had so many mania moments that I feel like you know if it was anybody else, um, it would be like no, you know, why would you take that moment from them? But Roman, I feel like he's he's in a position where yeah, he could have his like mania moment interrupted yeah, by the rock and yeah. it'd just be and like, it would be a hell of a moment you know maybe they could get the the uh the banner for wrestlemania next year already hung up for whatever reason they could both point at it you know yeah. that's what Vince McMahon would want and, uh, to do wow yeah, yeah. <laughs> point at the time pal yeah <laughs> tickets will be on sale for next year's wrestlemania yeah, the, yeah, the other thing too is that they kind of on monday night raw uh when he was out there cutting his promo they i mean before they he cut his promo they 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 throw out the, the statistic of him being like in the elite class of you know being the longest reigning current day champion, like with Hulk Hogan yeah. and Bruno San Martino. Yeah, in the last 35 years. Thing, so, 35 years, man. So he's, he's, I think he's definitely winning and I think he's carrying it till next year. I don't think anyone's beating him till like next WrestleMania. He's going to like go well past. I think he's going to hit a thousand days at some point. He's, they're going to make him like the, like the biggest modern day, like era champion for that company. There's like, there's no one else there that can do it. That has like, the I can see now. it. I don't, uh, 
one thing I feel like Rock and Roman is better if the belt's not involved though, because I don't think anybody's. Oh no, they don't have to do that. Yeah, he can still keep the title. He can lose. He can lose it to the Rock and still have the title. Like that's yeah, it doesn't have to be a title match. I mean, I don't think they'd have a non-title match as the main event of WrestleMania, though. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it, um, it could. Who, whoever's who's the uh, who's the real like head of the table of that family? Who's the real breadwinner? True, but you gotta have, dude. You gotta have that picture moment yeah. with the title and the the pyro going off and the you know yeah. It, it, they're not going to go off the air without somebody oh, holding WWE branded. Well, then the Rock winning. I mean, the Rock loses, and that's the yeah. that's the case. He's not. I mean that that really solidifies Roman Reigns as like the greatest like wrestler like now in current yeah. time. Yeah. I uh, it would be it would definitely be a, a cool ending to Mania if we get to see the Rock out there facing off with Roman. What do you think, Jordan? You think uh, Rock or Brock's or excuse me, Roman or Brock is winning on uh, Sunday night? So uh, if you would ask me this question eight weeks ago, I would have said there's no way that there's even a chance Roman loses, dude. Brock is about as hot as anyone has ever been right now. Um, and I just feel like everyone knows for a fact that Roman is winning. Like, I I don't know, man, like just the way you guys were just talking, like, I feel like that's the way everyone thinks. Like they don't, they think it's just a foregone conclusion that Roman wins. Dude. I seriously think that if it wasn't unifying the titles, Roman wins, no matter what, I think them unifying the titles. I I don't know. I just have a weird feeling that they're not going to have him hold the belts, both belts that long. I'll argue that point to say that, you know, just breaking down, you know, the fourth wall a little bit, breaking kayfabe, they, I don't think that they're going to unify the titles and then give them to Brock, who isn't going to be around a lot after WrestleMania. Exactly. Like, yeah. Know, I, don't, I don't, I don't see him being, uh, you know, on Monday Night Raw every Monday after, after Mania season. Yeah. So no, he's, I, he's, as, he's as over as he can be right now. I'm going to miss Cowboy Brock, you know, bootleg Brock on my, on my TV on Monday nights, but, I just don't yeah, see. Uh, I don't see him either. See, I don't, everything I don't you guys are saying, though, is why I think he's going to win. Like, dude, everybody just assumes it's a done deal that Brock is not going to show up anymore after WrestleMania. Like, this is just a done deal. He's not going to be there. Like, that's. I think that's why they didn't disclose his contract and stuff this time because like they, they yeah. don't want you to know what he's actually doing. Dude, he even said on that McAfee interview, he's never had more fun wrestling than he's having right now. I, he's been around true. more than ever. He, yeah. I feel like he has been on TV almost every week yeah. this year, man. So I just, I feel like, just, dude, the the money, like, like you guys were saying about Rollins getting heated back up, and if they truly are going to do the Rock, like you guys said, Rock and Roman next year, if the Rock does come out, I agree with Seth. It, there's no way that's for the title. There, I just don't see them doing that because no yeah. one will buy the Rock winning. So yeah, have Brock win it now. Have someone take him off, take it off him at SummerSlam. Maybe like Rollins or somebody like that wins it at SummerSlam. Wouldn't that be fitting if we were there? Uh, yes. Hell yeah. I just, dude, I, I feel like they got to do something rather than just do what everybody thinks is already going to happen. Because, I mean, we've went down this match card, not just on this show, but I mean, like in our private time. And, dude, a lot of these matches are just like so telegraphed on who's going to win. I just feel like this is this is their time to do something that nobody thinks is going to happen, and I'm going to take Brock for that reason. Um, do I think it's like a guarantee that he wins? Absolutely not. I would definitely bet Roman. But if that's I was what's betting cool about money. this match. I, like you said, I think everything else is so telegraphed that I think you know when I said when he asked me first what who I thought. It's just it's tough, man. Like any, either think, way, could it could happen either way. I don't think Vince even knows who's going to win. I think this is going to be one of those times where like when we hear about it, you know, months from now that you know the winner wasn't decided until like the day of the show or something because. There, there's there's paths forward with both guys winning, like compelling paths forward with both guys right. winning. Yeah. Um, it should be a badass match. I'm definitely going to go back sometime before Saturday and watch their match from Crown Jewel again because I only watched that match once. I never watched it uh, again after that, but it was definitely um, the second best match they've had besides the one from WrestleMania 31. So maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll watch 31 and then I'll watch Crown Jewel um, to kind of get me hyped up because those are definitely the two standouts out of all the, the Roman and Brock matches so far. but. It's going to be crazy. They're hyping it up as the biggest WrestleMania match of all time. They've pretty much given it impossible uh, standards to live up to. It's going to be stupendous. <laughs> uh, but Vince is definitely going to pull, you know, pull something out of his his, his magic hat for this one, man, because uh, they got to at least try to deliver on the hype. Yep. Um, Sheena, do we got listener mail? We do. All right. 
This question comes in from Brian Vermeer. He says, book the next year's two main events for for next year. Kind of worded that here. So book the next uh, two main events for the two-night WrestleMania for next year. He says he expects MJF versus KO on night one. You heard what I said. So, <laughs> Seth, uh, I'm going to throw this one to you. because I don't think uh, MJF's contract comes up till 2024, 2024 if we yeah. believe what he says. Yeah. Um, I think I'll say Rock and Roman for one night, and I think we're finally going to get Becky and Ronda. So I say Becky and Ronda and Rock and Roman. Okay. All right. You're going to give Jordan and Marco a chance? Yeah, they can go. You can go. I was just going to throw each of you guys a question, but who, who do you think, Marco, what's going to be the two-night main event for next year? Yeah, next year, definitely uh, uh, Rock and Roman. Uh, it's in L.A. Um, I can definitely see uh, – I mean, definitely Becky Lynch and in, in, uh, in Ronda Rousey. That's I mean that yeah. if if Ronda Rousey sticks around because she obviously didn't show up to Raw this past Monday. Well, uh, <laughs> that was on WWE. She came out and said WWE did not send her a plane ticket, dude. So that was that was on WWE. Uh, um, that was that was a botch on their part, dude. They had that. Um, She's supposed to be on SmackDown, though. Why would she be on Raw? Anyway? Well, no, they Remember they had, all the, they had all the SmackDown. It was basically uh, an episode of yeah, SmackDown like on Smackdown Raw. Like, all Rock the SmackDown stars were on yeah. Raw. But yeah, so it was going to be um, Bianca. It was going to be Ronda and Charlotte versus... B- no. Wait. Ronda and Bianca. Ronda and Bianca versus, versus Charlotte. Charlotte and Becky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, they, and um, they just pulled it from... Yeah, they announced it and then they kind of yeah, just pulled it from match. social media. I know that would have been an epic, but yeah, they... Didn't send Rhonda plane tickets, so yeah. she didn't show up. So, so. Jordan, what about you? What do you got for your main events, man? I'm gonna go Rock and Roman, just like you guys. And then for the women's main event, I'm gonna go the Fatal Four Way between the four horse women. Ooh, I think I, like I think they're gonna unify the titles at some point, and I think next year that'd be a great way to do it. Because yeah, dude, I think they're gonna run Rhonda and Becky this year. I think that's gonna happen at SummerSlam. I I just I don't think Rhonda's gonna stay another year. I I think they're gonna she get all like the, she's enjoying it. No, she definitely does not. I think they're gonna run <laughs> it this year, and we'll, we'll not see it. But they got to do the four horse women fatal four match at yeah. some point. Yeah. All right. Sam Rosenthal wants to know, aside from Roman, who's the next man to main event uh, mania often, like, you know, under the age of 50. So like, who's going to be the next like torch carrier for, for WWE? I'd love to say Seth, but we've talked about it a few times on recent episodes. I feel like Seth is just, he's in the Randy Orton slot, right? Roman is this generation Cena. Seth is Randy Orton. He always could always be elevated to the number one spot at any time, but I don't think he's going to be the guy for any extended uh, period. There was there was a moment there after Roman's cancer that it looked like it might happen, and for a number of reasons, it just didn't quite uh, pan out. So I think Seth's going to be in their Andy Orton spot. Yeah, I think uh, I'll say Braun Breaker, man. I think, dude, I really think the sky's the limit. I was I've I had him and Dolph in my top five most anticipated matches. Um, for this and weekend. WWE's repairing its relationship with the Steiners. Yeah, so. yeah they're going yeah. all in on this guy, man. <laughs> I think he needs to debut on the main roster with the name Rex Steiner, the name yeah. he was going off of. He's just going to be uh, Rex. Before he came up. Stein. Nah, they Stein. Stein. <laughs> he's just going to be Stein. The Stein. He'll, he's, he's a big enough deal that he'll keep his name. Um, the dude can work, right? It's crazy that he's really been wrestling less than two years, and his matches are, all, are already awesome. Yeah, and um, he's got all kinds of charisma, and he can talk. So, see, yeah, I, I'm I'm buying up all the Braun Breaker stock that I can buy right I'm now. Go, I mean, right. I'm going Riddle, man, as the uh, as a main eventer. Love Riddle too, man. Yeah, I, I, love I think Riddle too. I think Riddle definitely. I mean, definitely has a definitely has the uh, fan base. Definitely has the uh, WWE universe behind him. Um, mm-hmm. He's, I mean, he's he's too lovable not to like. Everyone just loves him. I mean, yeah. him, he, I think he proved it like with like him team of Randy Orton and, you know, obviously them shortening his, shortening his name to Riddle. He had to work with that as well. Um, and I, I, I just think, yeah, I definitely think he's going to be a uh, main event. I love, yeah, I love Riddle. And I mean, I, I'm, I, we've been calling to freaking, you know, strap the rocket strap to him for a long yeah. time. But I, I just worry as far as like his, uh, his size and his stature and stuff and his like, you know, kind of character. That's I don't know. Big if, guy. He's, he's a big, a big guy. Yeah, yeah Riddle's big. Yeah, he's yeah. a big dude. He's Riddle's a big guy. Yeah. He's like Kerry Von Eric, man. He's yeah. I think I think if we end up doing Roman and Rock next year, I think Brock and Matt Riddle could be like oh, the, yeah. the men's main. I would event love to see Brock night, and man. Matt Riddle. Yeah, Matt Riddle can go, dude. He's big. I would like to see him. He's been really entertaining like on the main size, roster. Right? No, like- Brock Matt Riddle is like he he's a big dude. He's like he's he's more broad than Seth Rollins. Um, He's bulkier, like yeah. I don't know if it's the bare feet that are throwing you off. Yeah. Matt Riddle is a, a hoss, dude. Like yeah, he's not one to mess around with. Um, 
Yeah, I could. Uh, I'd like to see yeah, him bring a little bit of the mean streak that he had in NXT back to the main roster. He's definitely been more just lovable goof on the mm-hmm. main roster. He had that mean streak in NXT. But yeah, Matt Riddle, uh, that, that's a great pick. Mark. Yeah, I, mean, I love that one. Yeah, you have. Uh, I mean, it says he's. Um, I think he's six two. I'm reading. So mm. six two. Small. Yeah. And, yeah. And, I don't know why. I, I was just. It's like I was like you know. I mean, five ten in my mind. I mean, he's, not a, he's not a super heavyweight, but he's like size is definitely like not an issue. He's not Adam Cole. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yo, yeah. no, definitely not. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's way bigger, way way more, way more. Uh, Charismatic, way more athletic. All right, I'm gonna go ahead before we, before we get looking. in all this Adam Cole slander. I'm gonna <laughs> pa- pass it to Jordan. Jordan, uh, who do you think is gonna be the torch carrier for WWE so for I'm, the next I'm next with, generation I'm, torch carrier? I'm with Marco. I think it's gonna be Riddle. I just that dude is it has star. I mean, he's gonna yeah, be a star. He's, awesome. he's too relatable. Like people, like you know, people like Riddle. He's like one of your yeah. friends, essentially. Like that's how much you, you can relate to the guy. I mean. Yeah. I, I would have said Peter Dune until they changed his name to Butch, and then that went yeah. out the window. Peter, oh my yeah. god! Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll pick somebody different. I'll go Walter. Oh, he, he, he doesn't Gunta. exist either. No, nope, it's Walter. I'll never call him. That. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna power bomb you if you call him Walter. Gunta. I'll never call him Gunther. His name is Walter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, and last but certainly not least, um, Cody Baker. Favorite WrestleMania match of all time oh, uh, i mean duh bret hart versus steve austin WrestleMania yeah that's 13. the obvious answer that's favorite match ever yeah period marco oh man that's everyone's favorite match though i mean it's cool if that's your favorite match I mean, that's your match favorite ever, match man. yeah you can't it's it's, it's like the greatest uh, match of all time i mean i have yeah. another i mean i'm gonna go you know we'll go mania 17 we'll go stone cold on the rock i mean you can't go wrong with that not a, as well not a bad pick jordan I mean, everybody knows what my favorite match is. It was the match that started it all for me. It's Warrior Hogan. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't care. I don't care if it's the greatest match ever. It's it's oh, my no, it's favorite. Not, match no, ever. no, that match is. This a, is favorite. This, this, this is not yeah. greatest. This is it's not greatest favorite. match of yeah. all time. This is favorite. No, that, that match is yeah. a five star. It's it's it, it, too much going into it. <laughs> it's the first ever. Yeah. He's the first ever double champ. I mean, come on. It's yeah. I must say, champ, 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 champ. First ever champ, champ. Yeah, clearly Brett and Austin is is the winner for me, but I'll pick uh, WrestleMania 31 main event, uh, Brock versus Roman with the the heist of the century happening at the man. end. Yeah. Um, it was just one. The match was just epic all around, dude. Second, S- Seth Rollins. We went into the we went into the WrestleMania just cheering on Seth Rollins, rocking our Seth Rollins gear, and uh, he fought Randy Orton. And we weren't even thinking about him cashing in that night after he got the best RKO of all time. Um, and uh, when he cashed in, it was just something that's like burned in my memory forever. So uh, um, it was it was an epic moment and definitely one of my favorite total. Mania moments ever. Here we are uh, seven years later, Rock and Roman still going at it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so much has changed in the landscape of WWE. And it was seven years ago exactly today. Yeah, to- yeah, no, it was yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday was. Oh yeah, uh, yesterday. Yeah, so, yeah to- I, all the all the raw memories I posted because the that picture I posted today in my stories uh, I had posted all of uh you know Mania was so long that night like I posted all the stuff the day yeah. after so we were we were going to the raw after WrestleMania we were part of the worst WrestleMania post WrestleMania raw crowd of all time yeah <laughs> yeah yes yeah, totally off topic topic but on topic uh that uh that RKO that Randy Orton gave Seth Rollins they actually do that in the in the new WWE 2K22 game. So if you, if uh, Seth Rollins goes to do the stomp to you, you can uh, reverse it and do the RKO. But everybody does That's it. Awesome. And it pisses me off because not everyone, like if you're Hulk Hogan facing Seth Rollins, then he, you can reverse it with an RKO. It, it, it's, uh, they need to fix it. It's awful. I mean, that's that's how epic of a moment it was. Too. They just want to, you know. It, but they do the bring uh, it into uh, they do the video game history. But they do the RK. They do the Randy Orton like action too. Like the uh, the whole like after he does an RKO and he goes all crazy, they do that same animation. Yep. It's awful, so they need to. All pick right, it. that wraps up our listener mail for today. All right, you can find me on Instagram. My, you? My. <laughs> listen, listen, I'm about to I'm about to move to Tennessee. You guys, okay, so I'm going to go ahead and forewarn you. <laughs> you know, I already to most of you guys, I probably have a country accent already. You know, yeah. um, but. <laughs> To, to my family and stuff, I've lived away from home for so long that like they don't feel like I have a country accent anymore. But once I get with like my country oh, home, <laughs> oh boy, Kentucky, you guys are going to notice a shift. <laughs> that will probably more, more country than ever. You so, can find uh, me. 
Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna say you can find me on Instagram at Chick Foley. Yes. Marco running the Twitter machine over at Chick Foley Show. Join our Foley fam at chickfoleyshow.com <laughs> and uh, follow the Pod Foundation and all of our friends that podcast over there. All right, we want to remind you guys to support our presenting sponsors, Ringside Collectibles and Chalkline. Use code Chick-fil-A at Ringside and use code PF10 at Chalkline. It's time for the trivia question of the week. Marco is going for two straight. Now, we had some controversy last week. Oh, Marco, uh, he kind of Marco sat on play, it. punched in the Google machine. He sat oh, on it for God. about 12 seconds um, <laughs> and then just randomly, just with 100% confidence, spouted out the answer. <laughs> We had, some, uh, we had some digital forensic experts listen to it. They could not with uh, conclusively um, determine that he did that he uh, utilized outside assistance oh, or not. Boy. This week, we're putting Marco on a five-second time. So Jordan, help me out. He's going to read the question. We're going to give him the five, four, three, three two, one. And uh, Marco, you got to spit out an answer, whatever your best guess is, All right. dude. All right. All right. Let's do it. You ready, Marco? Let's go. Or for two straight. Let's go. Two straight, Marco. All right. At the 1995 Survivor Series, one team was Mabel, Lawler, Helmsley, and blank. Five, four, three, three, I don't know. Two, one. one. Take a guess. Anybody. Just throw somebody out there, Marco. Say it again. Say the lineup again. Oh. Oh, Oh, boy. All All right. All right. You know what? Just that's it. Just say the answer. We're not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> answer. It was Isaac Yankum. Okay. Awesome. Well played, Marco. <laughs> Could you repeat the question? <laughs> Actually, I didn't hear it. What's well, the whole question, question, bro? Listen, listen. I don't blame you at all, Marco. I hate trivia. I hate being. Put I had on to. The spot. I got that one. Sheena asked me before. I had to guess that. I wasn't hundred yeah. percent confident. I just remembered that Jerry Lawler and Isaac Yankum were yeah. Around I, a lot yeah I could have. You know. That is a pretty badass match. If we could tie it into a quick retro recommendation, that was the Undertaker's first match back after he got his face broke. Yeah, by uh, King Mabel, he's rocking the the Phantom of the Opera mask, and he just wrecks shit in that match. It's a four zero sweep, but it's basically the Bone Street Crew going up against uh, King Mabel and and his squad. So definitely check yeah. out Survivor Series '95. And if you go back a couple months, we actually have a watch along episode from that show um jordan you got any closing thoughts as we head into wrestlemania weekend man i hope uh i hope this weekend's better than the build because if, if it's as bad as the build uh i'm gonna be passed out in the middle of night one and two <laughs> <laughs> everybody be safe uh it's gonna be a ton of wrestling don't forget about stand and deliver on saturday i'm telling you guys those the nxt guys and gals are gonna show out on saturday afternoon it's the yeah. first time the 2.0 crew's been Outside of uh, the, uh, yeah. the the little studio there in Orlando, they're gonna, so they're gonna deliver uh, and they're gonna stand. Yeah, Dolphin. Yeah, stand I'm telling y'all right now, Dolphin Bronze are gonna end up being the match of the weekend. You no, can book it. I, see, I, yeah, I mean it could be. I think the ladder match is gonna be though. They gotta show up. Yeah, that was, gonna be, that was gonna be too. epic. Yeah, that was gonna be great too. So hit the music. Don't, yeah, don't sleep <laughs> on 2.0. 